Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is your brother Hussein Kamani. If you enjoyed listening to our podcast, please donate to Qalam by visiting supportqalam.com. We love being able to share this content for free, and your donation ensures we are always able to do so. Each podcast we produce has thousands of listeners, so the opportunity for gaining immense reward by supporting our efforts is endless. You never know who will be able to benefit from your donation. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept, and jazakumullahu khairan. Assalamu alaikum. So Zakaria when he saw this, he was shocked. How is she getting all these fruits out of season? Walmart isn't even around yet. It's still 2,000 years left for Walmart to come. How is she doing this? So when he asked her, the Quran says, Kullama dakhala'al. Kullama means whenever, whenever Zakaria walked in, there's a new fruit there. When he entered into her place of worship, mihrab, an elevated place of worship. This is what they call mihrab, an elevated place of worship. Ittasawwarul uh, mihrab has also mentioned regarding the story of Sayyidina Dawood Some say it's called mihrab because it's alatul harb. And the alatul harb of a believer is their dua. That it's, mihrab means a tool for war. And the tool for war of a believer, a dua usilahul mu'min. The dua is the tool for a believer, and this is where a person makes dua to Allah. Therefore, that's why they say this is called mihrab. So he, he saw her, وَجَدَ عِنْدَهَا رِزْقَهِ كُلَّمَا دَخَلَ عَلَيْهَا زَكَرِيَ الْمِحْرَابِ وَجَدَ عِنْدَهَا رِزْقَهِ قَالَ يَا مَرِيمُ أَنَّا لَكِ هَذَا He said, where are you getting this from? She said, قَالَتْ مِنْ عِنْدِ اللَّهِ قَالَتْ هُوَ مِنْ عِنْدِ اللَّهِ This is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَرُزُقُ مَنْ يَشَاءُ بِغَيْرِ حِسَابٍ medical or your agricultural means. Allah isn't restricted. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't need a surgery to give you shifa. If Allah wishes to give you shifa, it'll come through the surgery. If He wishes to give you shifa, it can happen without the surgery. I'm not saying you should avoid the surgery. Adopting the asbab is necessary. Not adopting the asbab is not a sign of tawakkul, it's a sign of stupidity. Not adopting the means to cure is a sign of it's a sign of stupidity, it's not a sign of tawakkul. And this is agreed upon by the scholars. This is agreed upon by the scholars. Zakaria alayhi salam, hunalika da'a Zakaria rabba, hunalika can either be for zaman or makan, either that at that time or in that exact place, Zakaria alayhi salam made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now before we move forward, this incident of Zakaria alayhi salam seeing fruit out of season by Maryam alayhi salam, the ulama, they say, this was a miracle from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Therefore, we establish karamatul awliya'i haqqan. The miracles of the friends of Allah are a reality. It is very possible that a non-prophet can experience a miracle. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can offer them a miracle. This is why the Arabic word karama means an offering, an honoring. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala honors them. There are examples of karamat in the lives of the companions. Umar bin Khattab wrote a letter to River Nile. I mean, that's a miracle. He actually wrote a letter to a dry bed where water would be. They put the letter down, water started flowing. There are too many examples to quote. That's why the scholars of Aqidah, you'll find uh, Nasafi and others, they actually use the statement, Karamatul awliya'i haqqun. The miracles of the friends of Allah are haq haq. 
is the most definitive term that a person can use when discussing aqidah. وَالْجَنَّةُ حَقٌ وَالنَّارُ حَقٌ In aqidah, it's the most definitive term you can use, meaning it's absolutely established and this is a reality. Abu Ali al-Jubai, he objected against this. He's from the Mu'tazila, and as you know, the Mu'tazila were not in favor of the statement that the miracles of the friends of Allah are a reality. That's why the scholars of Aqidah included it into their Aqidah works, because as you know, for those of you who've studied uh, uh, theology, that most of the statements scholars include into their works of theology are responsive. Someone said something, they wrote a response. So the Mu'tazila, they said that non-prophets could not have, mir- could not have miracles. Do you guys understand? Abu Ali al-Jubai, he championed this thought. Therefore, you had people like Imam Tahawi, rahmatullahi again, Abu, uh, what do you call this? Um, Abu Hassan al-Ashari, Abu Mansur al-Maturidi. You had people like uh, Imam, Shem, um, uh, Imam Nasafi, Imam Sa'aduddin of Taftazani, all of these people who were very uh, adamant on this reality that non-prophets, their miracles was a reality and something to be accepted. Maryam alayhi salam's um, having fruit out of season was a miracle from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now you're wondering, how does Abu Ali al-Jubai translate these verses then? How does he explain them? He's Mu'tazili, for those of you who understand the Mu'tazili, this is a rationalist group. They try to find a rational reasoning to every verse of the Qur'an. They don't like um, supernatural interpretations. They don't like miracles. Um, so now, when it comes to this Abu Ali, Abu Ali al-Jubai and others, they say, بَلْ مَعْنَ الْآيَةِ أَنَّ اللَّهَ تَعَالَىٰ قَدْ سَبَّبَ لَهَا رِزْقًا عَلَىٰ أَيْدِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ الَّذِينَ كَانُوا يَرْغَبُونَ فِي الْإِنْفَاقِ عَلَىٰ الزَّاهِدَاتَ الْعَابِدَاتِ فَكَانَ زَكَرِيَ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامِ إِذْ رَآ شَيْئًا مِنْ ذَلِكَ خَافَ أَنَّهُ رُبَّمَا أَتَاهَا ذَلِكَ الرِّزْقُ مِنْ وَجْهٍ لَا يَنْبَغِي فَكَانَ يَسْأَلُهَا أَنْ they would purchase these fruits and bring them to her. They didn't show up from Allah. Rather, people would find these fruits, they would travel, they would purchase them, and they would give them. Zakaria would see these fruits because they would reach her at a time that he wasn't with her, or he wasn't present at the time someone would come from behind and give it. He would come and say, where do these fruits come from? And he would ask her where these fruits came from, just to ensure that no one was giving her fruits from money that was earned through doubtful means, from wealth that wasn't appropriate. This is the Mu'tazili interpretation. Imam al-Razi rahmatullahi then goes monkey on the Mu'tazila and explains how this is absolutely nonsense and these inci- this incident in particular is nothing short of a miracle. Some of the points he mentions. He says, <clears throat> he first says that this statement, this incident of Maryam السلام, having fruits out of season is a clear proof of the miracles of the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then he says, Okay, I'm going to skip through that. He then says, what's the proof that this is a miracle? Number one, al-awwal. He says, we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this verse is bringing the virtue of Maryam alayhi salam. 
Because the previous verses was talking about the miraculous, um, in a way it's miraculous too, because Hannah was old and Allah blessed her with a child. And then her name being given, Allah promising his protection, Allah promising an upbringing for this child. Now he says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that she had fruits out of season. If someone else was giving her fruit out of season, is that any praise for her? No, there's no praise for her in this. These ayat are praising Maryam salam. Therefore, this incident being a miracle further shows her praise. How great of a lady she was that Allah is honoring her and giving, giving her this. Wathani, the second thing. أَنَّهُ تَعَالَى قَالَ بَعْدَ هَذِهِ الْآيَةِ هُنَالِكَ دَعَى زَكَرِيَّ رَبَّ قَالَ رَبِّ هَبْ لِي مِنْ لَدُنْكَ ذُرِّيَّةٍ طَيِّبَةٍ وَالْقُرْآنُ دَلَّ عَلَى أَنَّهُ كَانَ آيِسًا مِنَ الْوَلَدِ بِسَبِبِ شَيْخُوخَتِهِ وَشَيْخُوخَةِ زَوْجَتِهِ فَلَمَّا رَأَى إِنْخِرَاقَ الْعَادَةِ فِي حَقِّ مَرْيَمْ طَمِعَ طَمِعَ فِي حُصُولِ الْوَلَدِ فَيَسْتَقِيمُ قَوْلُهُ هُنَالِكَ دَعَى زَكَرِيَّ رَبَّ لو كان الذي شاهده في حق مريم لم يكن خارقا للعادة لم تكن مشاهدة ذلك سببا لطمعه في انخراق العادة بحصول الولد من المرأة الشيخة العاقر. Okay, this I know this is a long passage. I'll translate it, but it's important to read so you understand the context of what he's saying. He's saying that Maryam, Zakaria alayhi salam observed by Maryam these fruits that were that were out of season. Allah says at that point he was inspired to make the dua. So if people were delivering her fruits out of season behind his back, what would be the source of inspiration? Walmart's delivering fruits to your door? No one's inspired by that. That was meant to happen. You know? Now on the other hand, if these fruits show up miraculously out of season, that tells him that miraculously Allah can bless him with a child out of season too. Do you guys understand? So the tatbiq occurs very well. How this was a miracle, that's why he asked for a miracle. If it wasn't a miracle, then why would he be inspired to ask for a miracle? الثالث أن التنكر في قوله في قوله وجد عندها رزقا يدل على تعظيم تعظيم حال ذلك الرزق كأنه قيل رزقا أي رزق غريب عجيب وذلك إنما يفيد الغرض اللائق لسياق هذه الآية لو كان خارقا للعادة. The third thing that Imam Al-Razi says. How we know this was a miracle is because Zakariya when he saw the rizq, in the Quran it just, it just says sustenance, he saw sustenance by her, he would ask where is it from. The Mufassirun are the ones that say it was fruits out of season, just to be clear. When he saw this, he was amazed. And the amazement could only exist if it was a miracle. Right? The amazement would exist if it was a miracle. The fourth thing, هو أنه تعالى قال وَجَعَلْنَاهَا وَبْنَهَا آيَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ سُرَ أَنْبِيَاءً وَلَوْلَا أَنَّهُ ظَهَرَ عَلَيْهِمَا مِنَ الْخَوَارِقِ وَإِلَّا لَمْ يَسِحَّ ذَلِكَ That Maryam السلام, without doubt experienced miracles. If you deny this, then what will be the understanding of the ayah, ayah number 91 in Surah Anbiya, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَجَعَلْنَاهَا وَبْنَهَا آيَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ That we made her and her son, a sign for all of the worlds. There was something special about them, something very unique, something different about them. Similarly, if it wasn't a miracle, then why did Zakaria ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a child? The Mu'tazila, they say, the reason why Zakaria asked Allah for a child after his meeting with Maryam salam, their response, we might as well cover the full subject, right? They say the reason why he asked Allah for a child after interacting with Maryam and they claim this wasn't a miracle. They say, 
قالوا إن زكريا عليه السلام لما رأى آثار الصلاح والعفاف والتقوى مجتمعة في حق مريم عليه السلام اشتهى الولد وتمناه فدعا عند ذلك that Maryam, that um, Zakaria alayhi salam saw all these beautiful characteristics in this young girl. She was so honest, so truthful, so chaste. And when he saw all of this at that moment, he then desired for a child. Do you guys understand? They say the inspiration was because of the character of Maryam alayhi salam, not because of the miracle. But as we know, um, um, this is not, there are arguments against that too. I'm not going to go any further. Uh, one last thing actually I'll mention. The reason why the Mu'tazira argue this point so much, because they claim that if we accept that this was a miracle, that means Zakariya only realized, only realized Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was capable of giving him a child after seeing this miracle. Therefore, Zakariya faith is in question. Do you understand their argument? They say that if we say this is a miracle, that means Zakariya only came to the realization that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was capable of doing something once he saw Allah doing it with Maryam salam. Therefore, Zakariya salam's iman would be in question. So we're going to say that this was no miracle at all, and this was more of a reflection. Imam Fakhruddin al-Razi, by the way, he doesn't like the Mu'tazila at all. So he's, he's, a, he's, he's in the boxing ring and he's just laying them left and right. So Imam al-Razi responding to Abu Ali al-Jubayi and co, he says, إِنْ قُلْتُمْ إِنَّ زَكْرِيَ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامَ مَا كَانَ يَعْلَمُ قُدْرَةَ اللَّهِ عَلَىٰ خَرْقِ الْعَادَةِ إِلَّا عِنْدَمَا شَهَدَ تِلْكَ الْكَرَامَاتِ عِنْدَ مَرْيَمَ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامَ كَانَ فِي هَذَا نِسْبَةَ الشَّكِّ فِي قُدْرَةِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَىٰ إِلَىٰ زَكْرِيَ إِنَّهُ كَانَ عَالِمًا بِقُدْرَةِ اللَّهِ عَلَىٰ ذَلِكَ لِمَنْ تَكُنْ مُشَاهَدَةٌ تِلْكَ الْأَشْيَاءِ سَبَبًا لِزِيَادَةِ عِلْمِهِ بِقُدْرَةِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَىٰ It's not that he didn't know, he knew. But when he saw it firsthand, it was a fresh reminder for him again. Like we say regarding, uh, what is that? رَبِّ أَرِنِي كَيْفَ تُحْيِلْ مَوْتَىٰ Ibrahim made a similar claim. He said, oh Allah, show me how you bring the life back to death. What did Allah say to him once Ibrahim alayhi salam made this, made this claim? Awalam tu'min, don't you believe? What was Ibrahim alayhi salam's response? Oh Allah, I have no idea how you do it. No. What did he say? Walakin, liyatma'inna qalbi, just so that it brings further support to my heart. I just want to see it. I'm making so much sacrifice. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knew Ibrahim alayhi salam was sincere. He wasn't challenging Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala facilitated that as stated in the Quran. Zakariya alayhi salam starts making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In Surah Anbiya, ayah number 89, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us the dua of Zakariya alayhi salam. وَزَكَرِيَّا إِذْ نَادَى رَبَّهُ رَبِّ لَا تَذَرْنِي فَرْدَى وَأَنْتَ خَيْرُ الْوَارِثِينَ Oh my Lord, do not leave me alone. وَأَنْتَ خَيْرُ الْوَارِثِينَ And you are the best of inheritors. He's very cautious. Very soft in his words. Ya Allah, don't leave me alone. I'm feeling lonely. As we learn in Surah, uh, in Surah Maryam, he says, إِذْنَا ذَا رَبَّهُ نِذَا أَنْ خَفِيَّ قَالَ رَبِّ إِنِّي وَهَنَ الْعَظْمُ مِنِّي وَاشْتَعَ عَلَى الرَّأْسُ شَيْبًا وَنَمَكُمْ بِدُعَائِكَ رَبِّ شَقِيَّ وَإِنِّي خِفْتُ الْمَوَالِيَ مِنْ وَرَائِي وَكَانَتِ مِرَأَتِي عَاقِنًا فَهَبْلِي مِنْ لَدُنْكَ رَبِّ هَبْلِي مِنْ لَدُنْكَ وَلِيَّ يَرِثُنِي وَيَرِثُ مِنْ آلِ يَعْقُوبُ وَجَعَلْهُ رَبِّ رَضِيَّ So these are the two du'as. رَبِّ هَبْلِي مِنْ لَدُنْكَ وَلِيَّ 
And the second one was, رَبِّ لَا تَذَرْنِي فَرْدًا وَأَنْتَ خَيْرُ الْوَارِثِينَ The ulama, they say, these are very powerful du'as to be read for pious children. Another du'a in the Qur'an, رَبِّ هَبْلِي مِنْ لَدُنْكَ ذُرِّيَّةً طَيِّبًا إِنَّكَ سَمِيعُ الدُعَا Another very beautiful du'a, um, right at the end of, I believe it's at the end of uh, Furqan. What is the ayah, Iman? Read it aloud. This is another one too. رَبَّنَا هَبْلَنَا مِنَ أَزْوَاجِنَا وَذُرِّيَّاتِنَا قُرَّةَ أَعْيُنِ وَجَعَلْنَا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا أُولَٰئِكُ يُرِزُونَ الْغُرْفَةَ بِمَا صَبَرُوا وَيُلَقَّوْنَ فِيهَا تَحِيَّةً وَسَلَامًا Yes. So these are beautiful du'as in the Qur'an that we make du'a, we make du'a of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for pious children. Another very beautiful du'a. رَبَّ جَعَلْنِي مُقِيمَ الصَّلَاةِ وَمِن Make this dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the verse of Surah Anbiya, He says, فَاسْتَجَبْنَا لَهُ وَوَهَبْنَا لَهُ يَحْيَى That we accepted his prayer, and we granted him Yahya, وَأَصْلَحْنَا لَهُ زَوْجَ وَأَصْلَحْنَا لَهُ زَوْجَ And we amended for him his wife. What does that mean? What does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mean when He says, we amended for him his wife? أَصْلَحْنَا We fixed for him his wife. So some ulama, Imam Qurtubi rahmatullahi alayhi says, Qala Qatada wa Sa'id ibn Jubayr wa akthar al-mufassirin. Majority of the mufassirun and commentators of the Qur'an, they hold the position, innaha kanat aqiran faju'ilat waluda. That she was not able to have children, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed her with the ability to have children. This is what this means. Waslahna lahu zawja. We allowed her um, reproductive system, system to function in a fashion that she could give birth to a child. Some Mufassirun, like Ibn Abbas and Ata, Imam Qurtubi quotes this, they say, كانت سيئة الخلق That it's possible that Zakariya wife was someone who did not have good character. طويلة اللسان فأصلحها الله فجعلها حسنة الخلق That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed her to overcome those uh, flaws in her personality, therefore making her the perfect mother to give birth to a child as great as Yahya alayhi salam. The Quran tells us that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told Zakariya alayhi salam that you will be given a child, your dua has been accepted. He said to Allah that the Quran says that he was making his dua in his mihrab, standing there praying, and the angels called out to him saying that your prayer has been accepted. Now, in one place of the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that at that point, Zakariya alayhi salam said, Anna yakunu li ghulam. How can you give, how can I have a child? What, what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? Zakariya alayhi salam said, Anna yakunu li ghulam. Now someone can object and say, that was Zakariya alayhi salam, actually before I come there. So what was the amazement for? This is the first question. Why was he amazed? Anna yakunu li ghulam. Why did he say this to Allah? That how am I going to have a child? Where is a child going to come from? The scholars, they say the first thing was, Zakariya did not doubt the ability of Allah to give him a child. Rather, his question was, Ya Allah, how is it going to happen? Because there are multiple possibilities. One possibility is my wife and I will both be made young and then we'll have a child. Is that going to happen? Or will you allow us to have a child at this, at this old age? Will this be some sort of a miracle that you will bless us with a child at this age? Some ulama, they say that him, him questioning this, the how will I be blessed with a child? 
إذا كان في غاية الاشتياق إلى شيء طلبه من السيد ثم إن السيد يعده بأنه سيعطيه بعد ذلك فلتذ فتلذ السائل بالسماع ذلك الكلام فربما أعاد السؤال يعيد ذلك الجواب that sometimes what happens is a person he asks his master for something his master holds off holds off holds off finally his master gives it so when he hears it he's like what so he asked the same question again that he asked previously and he got a positive answer he asked that he repeats that question again to hear the answer a second time as a matter of joy like what did you say i'll marry you what did you say i'll marry you do you guys understand so they ask the question again or from another perspective because they enjoy the answer so much right because he enjoyed the answer so much sufyan bin uyayna narrates sufyan bin uyayna narrates that zakaria alayhi salam made this dua and then for a period the dua wasn't accepted so when allah sent the angels to accept, tell him that his dua was accepted he then rephrased his request with this statement that, Oh Allah, how is it going to happen? Just to ensure, get confirmation from Allah that this is happening. As Suddi narrates that Zakaria alayhi salam, when he made dua to Allah for a child, جَاءَهُ الشَّيْطَانِ عِنْدَ السِّمَاعِ الْبَشَارَةِ فَقَالَ إِنَّ هَذَا سُورَةٌ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ إِنَّ هَذَا السَّوْتَ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ as Suddi says that when, when Zakaria made dua to Allah for a child and the angels gave him glad tidings, Shaytan came and said to him, that this isn't a glad tiding from Allah, rather this is a voice of shaitan, you're not getting a child. So at that point, Zakaria to get the second confirmation, says, Ya Allah, how? Um, the ulama, by the way, have heavily refuted the statement of Suddi. And the reason is because it's very problematic. It's problematic from usuli, from a, from a principal perspective. How can a shaitan whisper while a prophet is conversing with an angel? This is what uh, Salman Rushdie claimed with his satanic verses. So for those of you that are aware of that argument, it's a very problematic argument. I just narrated it in front of you so you could be aware of the different opinions. But however, we will not give preference to these opinions. Now someone may argue that Zakaria alayhi salam, by saying, Anna yakunu li ghulam, how am I going to have this child? How am I going to have this child? Maybe Zakaria alayhi salam said this because he had doubt in Allah's ability. Allah promised him the child, and what did he say? How? So maybe he asked how because he wasn't sure if Allah was capable of doing this. The great giant and scholar, Shaykh Abdul Hamid Kishk, he responded to this. He said, The particles of istifham are of different types. The different letters and words used to ask a question in the Arabic language, there are different, there are different letters that are used in the Arabic language to ask questions. Each one has a purpose. For example, for example, the word ma. Ma can be used for asking a question, but it's usually when you're inquiring regarding غير ذوي العقول. Something that's inanimate. Something that's not live. So if I wanted to ask regarding, for example, this water bottle, I would say ma before it. Do you guys understand? Because it's relating to something that's not living. Similarly, man, he says, is for عقول. That you ask a question. Manir Rajul, right? When you're asking a question regarding someone alive and living, you use the word man. Mata is when you're asking about zaman, time. Ila is when you're asking about a place. 
Ayyun is when you're asking about something that is mudaf. So you say ayyur rajul. Ayyu is always mudaf in the Arabic language. Hamza is when you ask about one of two things. Aja'a Zaydun am Bakr. Aja'a Zaydun am Bakr. A comes for a question regarding one of two things. Did Zayd come or did Bakr come? Hal comes when you ask about an incident whether it has occurred or not. So for example, you'll say, Hal qutila Zayd? Was Zayd killed? Do you guys understand? You can't say, Hal qutila Zayd am Amr. That won't work. Was Zayd killed or Amr? If you wanted to put a question between one of two possibilities, which one do you have to use? Ah, aqutila Zayd am Amr. Then he says the word Anna, which is also used for questioning. There are two possibilities. Either Anna comes with Jumla Fi'liya or it comes with Jumla Ismiya. Jumla Fi'liya means you put the word Anna posing a question, and after that, there is a sentence that involves a verb. The sentence involves a verb. If that happens, then Anna is in the meaning of Kaifa. How? How will this happen? If Anna comes before Jumla Ismiya, right, then it has a different meaning of not how will it happen, but more in the meaning of from where is it going to happen. So he gives two examples. Anna yakunu li ghulam, anna laki hada. The source of something versus the method of which it's going to occur. So when it comes with jumla ismiya, it's the source of what this noun is in the sentence. And if there is a verb involved, then the question is, um, how is this verb going to occur? So Zakariya's statement was more about, Ya Allah, how is this going to occur? I'm an old person, my wife is an old lady, how is this going to occur? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah will do as He wills. Allah will create as He wills. You don't have to worry about that. That's my job, I'll take care of it. Zakariya alayhi salam is so excited, he just wants some confirmation that it's happening. He tried to ask Allah how, what did Allah say? Don't worry about it. So now he still wants a sign. So he says, Rabbi ja'alli ayah. Oh Allah, give me a sign, some sign. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to him, that you will not speak for three days, but through gestures. You will not speak for three days, but through gestures. He lost the ability to speak. He was a healthy man, but he lost the ability to speak. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took his speech away from them. Why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala take his speech away from him? The Mufassirun, they write, حَبَسَ لِسَانَهُ عَنْ أُمُورِ الدُّنْيَا وَأَقْدَرَهُ عَلَى الذِّكْرِ وَالتَّسْبِيحِ وَالتَّهْلِيلِ لِيَكُونَ فِي تِلْكَ الْمُدَّةِ مُشْتَغِلًا بِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed him with such a great bounty, Allah wanted him to use the first three days just doing dhikr of Allah. Just thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Morning and evening, just keep doing dhikr of Allah, keep praising Allah. Because what happens sometimes is that Allah blesses you with something, you spend the first three days talking about how happy you are that you have it, that you forget to thank Allah that He gave it to you. Do you guys understand? Look how beautiful my son is, and this is what we're going to do. We're going to paint his room blue, and we're going to put a soccer ball right where his pillow is. You're talking about decoration and stuff. When the first three days, what should you be doing? It's doing hamd of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's also possible that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted Zakariya alayhi salam to hold off on sharing the information with others. And making this moment about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't make the moment about other people posting about it on your Facebook and social media. That guys, this is what's happening. You find that you're getting engaged, first spend the first 25 hours thanking Allah. Alhamdulillah, someone agreed. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Allahumma laka, alhamdulillah, shukr. Thank Allah. 
Because the truth is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is worthy of all praise. After the story of Zakariya being blessed with a child, there isn't much mentioned that's authentically reported regarding the life of Zakariya However, regarding the passing away of Zakariya there are multiple opinions on how Zakariya passed away. There are three main opinions that exist. The first opinion is that Zakariya passed away a natural death. That's it. This is narrated to Wahab. Another riwayah from Wahab as well. The second riwayah is also from Wahab. He says that Zakariya didn't pass away a natural death, rather he was killed. Zakariya did not pass away a natural death, rather he was killed. If he was killed, why? There are two opinions on this. The first opinion is Banu Israel did not like him because they accused him of having an illicit relationship with Maryam Therefore, they went out to kill him and they followed through on their intention. The second position is, and this is the more common one, this is the most common one on the death of Zakariya that Zakariya death was actually connected to the death of Yahya his son. This is narrated by Wahab as well, he narrates this riwayah. Imam Suyuti also narrates it in his um, Tafsir ad durul Manthur, attributing it to Imam Hakim rahmatullahi alayhi. Uh, sorry, not to Imam Hakim. Ishaq bin Bishr wa Ibn Asakir min tariqi. Ibn Asakir narrates and also Ishaq bin Bishr. Akhbarana Ya'qub al-Kufi. Actually, I'm going to skip the Sanad. An Ibn Abbas radiyallahu anhu anna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam laylata usriya bihi ra'a Zakariya fi sama That the night of Isra and Mi'raj, during the night of Isra and Mi'raj, while the Prophet was in the heavens, he bumped into who? Zakariya alayhi salam. فَقَالَ لَهُ يَا أَبَا يَحْيَى أَخْبِرْنِي عَنْ قَتْلِكَ كَيْفَ كَانَ وَلِمَا قَتَلَكَ بَنُوا إِسْرَائِيلِ The Prophet ﷺ said to Zakariya ﷺ, Oh Zakariya, tell me about your killing. How did you die and why did Banu Israel kill you? فَقَالَ يَا مُحَمَّدْ إِنَّ يَحْيَى كَانَ خَيْرُ أَهْلِ أَزْمَانِهِ وَأَجْمَلِهِمْ وَأَصْحَبِهِمْ وَجْهًا وَكَانَ كَمَا قَالَ سَيِّدًا وَحَصُورًا that my son Yahya was a very honorable person, very handsome, beautiful person. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praised him for being a leader. And Hasura means someone who stayed away from um, sexual engagement. We'll talk about Yahya more in our next class, inshaAllah. He had no desire for any women at all. Amongst us, there was a lady who was known for being inappropriate. She fell in love with the king. The king fell in love with her. The two were related. They wanted to get married, they asked Yahya salam for permission. Yahya salam said no. The lady told the king that you must kill Yahya. The lady told the king that you must kill Yahya. So the king sent his soldiers. The first the king said no. He said, Salini Ghairahu. No, no, not, not this. Tell me something else, I'll do it for you. We're not killing Yahya, he's a pious person. She said, Huadak, I want that. So he said, Huwalaka. Done. We'll kill Yahya. He's the one that's giving the fatwa. We'll take care of him. فَبَعَثَ جَيْشًا He sent an army to Yahya alayhi salam. وَهُوَ فِي مِحْرَابِهِ يُصَلِّ أَنَا إِلَىٰ جَانِبِهِ The soldiers came to take Yahya alayhi salam. I was in prayer in the same mihrab where I made dua to Allah for this child before he was born. And next to me in salah was my son Yahya. We knew they were coming we went to the mihrab and we stood in front of Allah and we started praying. 
وَأَنَا أُصَلِّ بِجَانِبِهِمْ فَذُبِحَ He was butchered. And his head was placed in a tray and presented to the king. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he heard this, فَقَالَ النَّبِي صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَمُ فَمَا بَلَقَ مِنْ صَبْرِكَ How are you patient? The ulama, they say, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had this interaction with Zakariya alayhi wa because recently he lost his child too. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he was thinking, how are you patient? So he asked him, how are you patient once they killed your son? He said, مَلْتَفَتُّ مِنْ صَلَاتِ فَلَمَّا حَمَلَ حُمِلَ رَأْسُهُ إِلَيْهَا وَوُضِعَ بَيْنَ يَدَيْهَا Okay, no, I'm going to skip through that. He says that, that when, they took, when they took his head to the king, I didn't turn towards him at all. When they were cutting his head, when they were killing him, I just stood there knowing that this was the will of Allah. And I stood there focused in my salah, connecting myself with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now what happened is that when, when Yahya head was presented to the king, the king then commanded that Zakariya be killed as well. That Zakariya be killed as well. Because if the son was killed, they feared that the father would come for some sort of a revenge or he would turn people against the king. Or according to one riwayah, when the king, when when Yahya was beheaded and the head was presented in front of the king, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala sent a punishment and that punishment killed the king. The people became angry that because of Zakariya our king was killed. Let's go and kill him. So they came regardless after Zakariya Maybe he made some du'a against the king. When they came to Zakariya Zakariya says that I ran from there and I came to a tree. The tree opened up and said, "Come and hide in me." When he went inside the tree, Shaitan came and told the people that he is in here. They then cut the tree down, killing Zakariya And with this, Zakariya passed away. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said, Ya Zakariya, hal wajadta lahu masan aw waja'an? That when they cut the tree in half and you were in it, did you feel any pain at all? Qala la, innama wajadta tilka shajara, ja'ala Allahu ruhi fiha. That I did not feel any pain at all. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it very easy, very soft for me to transition from this world as they killed me. And in this last part, we see the sabr of Sayyidina Zakariya and the patience that Zakariya must have had after years of making dua, Allah blessed him with a son. And 30 years later, his son's now young and at its peak, and his son is beheaded. And very soon after that, before he's even recovered from the uh, mourning of the death of his son, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes him away. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to be people who stand for the truth. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all shahada as well. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Muhammad. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh.